Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Earth and Body Ecosystems. Join us as we bridge the gap between the body and the earth that surrounds us. So I remind everyone, whatever platform you're on, please like, comment, and subscribe. Joyce can be found at MajesticTerra.com, and I can be found at WanderingWildWoman.life. Take it away, Joyce. Thank you, Heidi. Today we have with us Dagmar Fleming. She is an international speaker, trainer, author, and coach on the topics of spiritual entrepreneurship money mindset, and peak performance. She is the founder of Unlock Your Success programs for business owners who want to accelerate their growth, life purpose, and income. Her preparatory process she calls the triple quantum reset, which allows entrepreneurs to heal and release deep emotional and mental blocks to success. She is also the founder of the Athena Circle, a spiritual community for female entrepreneurs and professionals. Dagmar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm super excited to be speaking with you today. So you were originally from Poland. Yes, as you can tell by my accent, I am not originally from Texas, even though I proud myself to be a, a Texan. Um, I was born in Poland during the times of communism, uh, which were tough times. Uh, we, uh, we were taught that the poverty was good. Uh, we had to keep our heads down. Um, and it was just easy not to stand out. So I actually made the decision to uh, come to America and pursue the American dream. Uh, I did that in 90s. And, um, uh, you know, when after the typical uh, pinnacles of that dream, um, college education, corporate career, eventually I even opened my own company. Um, so I've been here for many years, thriving and really enjoying this beautiful country. Wonderful. So what, what type of business did you start? Yeah, so it's an interesting story, because I've always wanted to be in international business. And that's what I did. Um, I opened an international business consulting company and was doing phenomenally well. Uh, the money was, uh, you know, fat and juicy in all of my uh, banking accounts. Uh, the clients were coming through referrals, so I didn't really have to lift much finger uh, to get them. Uh, but unfortunately, suddenly, uh, when my business hit multiple six figures, um, I reached, we can say, my own money ceiling. I suddenly started uh, not following up with projects, not following up with clients, and my business started going down. And at that point, I had to pause and reflect on what was happening. And what I realized is that I actually hit that, um, that uh, ceiling of my own comfort level with money, with success, with my own growth. And uh, I realized uh, in that time is that my communist upbringing and those values that were embedded in my childhood heavily influenced me today. 
when I was trying to have this amazing business and, and a wonderful life. Uh, and as I went through that journey of figuring out why I am actually sabotaging my own success, um, I developed a process first to work on myself, to, to get myself back. Uh, and later it actually turned out that it's beneficial for everybody else. So this is the process that Joyce mentioned in my introduction called the triple quantum reset. So once I worked on myself, I got myself back, the business came back, I um, was feeling better than ever before. Um, and because so many people came to me and asked me, what did you do? How did it work? What was the magic uh, to get yourself out of that slump? I actually decided to open a brand new business. It's the Unlock Your Success, which offers mentorship programs for entrepreneurs like me who at a certain point in their life get stuck. They, they reach that ceiling and they don't uh, know how to break through that. So what are some of the points of the process of the quantum reset for you and others? Yeah, so it's very interesting. So as a full disclosure, I'm also an energy healer um, and highly intuitive empath. Uh, these are uh, abilities that I brought with me uh, uh, through my, we can say, ancestral line. In other words, my family uh, on both mother and father's side uh, are highly uh, in tune with those in, uh, abilities. Um, so when I was looking at my challenges, I started intuitively receiving this information, which we can say from the higher aspect of ourselves. Some people call it soul. Some people call it universal consciousness. Um, but I had this epiphany where I realized that it wasn't enough to tell myself uh, positive uh, affirmations like I am rich, money is coming to me from all sides with ease and grace. It just wasn't working. And what I saw in that moment is that those experiences that we had mostly in our childhood and then through uh, repeating them throughout our life, are deeply and energetically encoded within us. And they beam out of us these frequencies of disempowerment that are like a radio station that keeps playing the same music over and over again. And until we release those energetic blocks and clear our emotions and thoughts for something new, in other words, if we don't clear the energetic imprints, then the subconscious mind that controls our conscious behavior is just being fed all that garbage, all that trash. And the triple quantum reset process is based on this deep understanding of progression. You start at the energetic level, which then primes subconscious for new concepts, new ideas, new mindset, and only then you go into behavioral modification. In other words, don't try to get into action before you cleared the other trash cans. Mm. So you have to uh, clear out those programs before you can really move forward because they will always, as long, unless you clear them, they're always going to pull you back. Yeah. And, and it gets a little bit deeper because 
there's a lot of mindset coaches and, and I believe in all of them. Uh, I'm just saying that the triple quantum reset process understands the challenges at even one uh, layer uh, deeper because as a mindset coach, you work with reframing uh, how the client thinks. And again, you can reframe all day long, but the subconscious mind is tied to our experiences. It's tied to trauma, past hurts, past wounds. So there is this notion of energetic coherence, which comes into play. So imagine if you uh, were a child and you wanted in kindergarten to sing. So you came out in front of all the other kids and you blasted all those tunes that were in your mind and everybody laughed. Mm. And what ends up happening is you're destroyed. You, you, you're traumatized. You're a little kid. You put yourself out there and they laughed at you. So you've got energetic charge around that experience. There is a hurt, shame, guilt, uh, fear for the future. There is anger or, uh, about how you've been treated or mistreated. So now those emotions are feeding your subconscious mind that says it's dangerous to speak up. It's best that you sit in the back and no one notices you because this way, they will never laugh at you. They won't even notice you. So if you try to just work on a mindset and say to yourself, I'm an excellent speaker. I am an excellent singer. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Well, the subconscious mind comes in and says, that's great. But do you remember how hurtful it was when they laughed at you? Do you remember the shame that you felt when they were laughing? So those emotions hijack the subconscious mind. And that's why the triple quantum reset is a holistic system. It approaches you at all of these levels, the emotional, mental, energetic, and then the actual physical action that you take when the other two levels have been cleared. So Dagmar, how long did it take for you to have this breakthrough? Yes, yeah, so it's interesting because the, the breakthrough was gradual uh, as part of my soul teaching me a lesson. Because I started by, you know, what, what most entrepreneurs do when we are stuck and we don't have a cash flow, we just do more. We work more, right? It's like a hamster yep. on a wheel. So first I went into the overdrive on just call more clients, go to more trade shows, uh, do more speaking. That wasn't working because the mindset wasn't working. So then I popped all these meditation tools that kept telling me that I'm brilliant, I'm gorgeous, I'm doing everything right, and it wasn't working. So I went literally into my inner guidance, into my inner voice, into that uh, connection with the divine, and I said, what am I doing wrong? And that's where the epiphany came. So, you know, epiphany was instantaneous. I immediately knew exactly what needs to be done, how it needs to be done. All the exercises came literally, and I put myself through them. Uh, it's just the learning process. I had to try all the wrong things to know why they don't work. 
before I received this amazing knowledge of, of how it all comes together. So would you say there is one aspect of that, the whole practice that you felt like just really put you over the edge? Uh, yes, it was when I realized that uh, we can trace the patterns of, of everything that's running our life to a core wound. And uh, this is one of my abilities that I, we can say, have been divinely designed with, uh, that when a client talks to me about an issue, I literally see like, like a weaved energy that on a map can be dropped into exact moment, usually in their childhood, prior to the age of seven, where this core negative belief have been created. And then I can uh, unwind it, so to speak, and then dissolve it so that the client is released from this uh, hijacked energy that keeps them looping and repeating the same things like in a Groundhog Day. Because you probably notice that when you struggle, you have the same struggles over and over again. Mm -hmm. If it's a relationship issue, then, you know, as I jokingly say, you get to date the same schmuck over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's just the next with version a, of schmuck. <laughs> with a different face. Yeah, with a different face, yes. Or if you are struggling with money, because as soon as you make some money, something, you know, uh, the, the roof breaks down in, in your uh, house, or uh, suddenly you got ill, or your pet had an accident, there's this drainage that opens up. Uh, so, so these patterns repeat themselves because um, they're programs, just like in a computer, that run and operate within you, therefore creating actions that you'll take that will reconfirm that pattern. So one of these abilities, um, which I believe we all have to some degree, and they can be cultivated, because I'm always about empowerment. I, I don't want any of my clients to think that you can only come to me to, to help you step into what's possible for you. It's just that I've been gifted this ability within 30 to seconds, 60 seconds of my clients speaking to see that overall picture. Where, where did this happen? Uh, what was, um, you know, was it on the mother on the father's side? Because most patterns will really uh, deeply relate to one of the parents or a family member. And then how the client repeated it throughout life. Because unfortunately, uh, like I said, those patterns uh, control us in how we perceive the world and therefore what we can accomplish. So I wanted to ask, so sometimes I've found through my experience in life, sometimes those wounds can be our greatest treasure because we can learn from them and flip them around and really empower ourselves. Do you ever see that happening or is that part of your work? Oh, yes, absolutely. So if you think about it, the, uh, when the body heals the wound, uh, it's not that it wasn't there. It's just that the body uh, repaired itself, right? So like if you cut your finger, uh, the tissue will come back together and you will have a memory of having cut the, the, the finger in the past, but you will not feel the pain. Uh, 
So those wounds, when we clear them energetically, you don't have to re, um, relive in, re, just uh, feel it again, the pain, the hurt, the shame, the guilt, um, but it's no longer controlling you. In other words, you have a memory of that hurt. You took all the wisdom out of it. You extracted it and you put it into the use, as you so eloquently uh, mentioned, Heidi. Um, but it's no longer holding you hostage emotionally and mentally. Um, I think that's the key because th there are two ways of moving forward. You can uh, go forward with emotional scars, which means the wound, even though looks healed on the surface, is really unhealed um, below the surface. And it's it's creating the mechanism of protection and validation. So, so think about that little kid that was singing in kindergarten and was laughed at. If that kid grows up to be an adult and is still feeling uneasy about speaking up, that the reason he or she is uneasy is because the, the psyche of that child, the inner mind is trying to protect that child in the adult life from reliving and repeating being laughed at. So it's a protective mechanism. But now that protective mechanism is actually keeping you small because perhaps that kid has been destined to be a speaker or a musician or a singer or some other performer. So it's very important that we take those wisdom nuggets from negative past experiences, which made us grow, which helped us expand, but not bring all the emotional junk with it because it's that um, charged up emotion of fear, anger, shame, guilt, sadness that really keeps us repeating the same mistakes unconsciously. I can relate to everything that you're saying um, but for myself personally, I feel like I've dealt with anything that I've had to deal with, but I still feel like I'm stuck. So I'm just going, okay, where is it? You know, what, what is it that is keeping me from being my full potential? I mean, everything that you were saying, you're doing the same things over and over again, and things are just not happening. And that's how I feel right now. I'm just like, I'm doing the same thing over and over. Nothing's happening. Okay, I'm going to change it. So I change it. Still nothing's happening. Okay, let's change it again. Okay, nothing's happening. But at one point in my business, it was doing really good. And then my daughter moved here with her friend and it was just like, I think it was just a shift in energy and like everything just went kapooey. You know, so you use the word that's brilliant and that's shift in energy. And energy is a vibration, right? Or frequency. So right. the reason we keep struggling over and over again is because we haven't changed that frequency. So let me give you an example. Let's say Heidi listens to the classical music and you, Joyce, are, are listening to um, pop. When you listen to the pop music, the only music that's being played is what? Pop. pop. 
exactly. So what happens is if one day you want something different, you say, you know what, I want to meet this amazing woman called Heidi, uh, because she's listening to something really awesome. It's a classical music. So I'm going to sit by the radio and hope that she's there listening to that station with me. Well, unfortunately, Heidi's nowhere near to find because Heidi is listening to a different station. So what I mean by that is when we bring all those past experiences with us, all the emotions, all the energies, we're kind of stuck on a sudden station. And we can continue to grow within that station, but only to a certain level. That's why the ceiling. So we try to change. We, we try to create new mindset. We, we do the affirmations. We, we listen to motivational uh, videos. We try yeah. to do more. Sometimes we try to do less. Sometimes we try something different. But it doesn't matter what you do, because the only music that you can create on a pop station is pop. So this is where your words shift in energy start being the key to change. We literally have to change the frequency that we operate from. And that frequency, think like a music, like a theme song uh, that your soul is operating from. Because when you go through life, all these experiences are creating this cacophony of sound. So you had experience in childhood that's uh, that strings. Then you had a nasty boss at your first job that's drums, you know, and all these instruments are playing the same music. The only way to completely change your life and take that quantum leap into something brand new is to drop the instruments and pick something brand new because that's where Heidi is. Heidi is using completely different instruments for classical music than you're using for pop. She's using the piano while you're using the electronic uh, piano, right? So the, when we have this um, huge shift in energy, which happens from releasing the energetic imprints, now you literally jump from one station to another. And once you jump to a brand new station, completely new world opens up. That's helpful, isn't it? Yes, but how do we do that? Yeah, so we have to get in tune with, again, that, um, that energetic um, baggage that we brought in. And to me, all change, all transformation begins with awareness. So a lot of people feel uncomfortable with digging into their own past. It's just something that they want to run away from, forget, or bury. Um, but that's where the golden nugget is to why you're struggling today. So uh, when you become super aware of why you're behaving said in a way, then you can ask a question, why am I doing it? So for me, I'll give you a very personal uh, example. I used to uh, run late to everything, or I would wait on a project till the last minute to get that adrenaline going that, oh my goodness, instead of working it for a month, I compressed it into three days. Hooray, Dagmar's awesome. So for me, I call it a hero, hero complex. I wanted to be the hero of my life. You know, instead of living half an hour 
uh, earlier from my home to get on a, to an appointment on time. I would leave 15 minutes before and drive 100 miles per hour and speeding up just to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I had to sit down and ask myself, why am I doing this? I mean, that's pretty crappy behavior. I'm putting myself in a constant stress. And that's when I realized is that I was an adrenaline junkie. Uh, living in communism, or for our viewers here in America, in any unstable childhood, you're so used to having this up and down emotional uh, change. Some days you are stressed and, and worried and fearful, and some day you are relaxed. It becomes addictive when you have this, um, you know, this this rush that of adrenaline, whether it's fear based or uh, uh, or any other reason. And I grew up in a very unstable environment. Um, I literally went through the state of emergency in our country. There were times when we didn't have enough products in the grocery stores. Uh, that instability was so um, uh, ingrained into my psyche that when I came to America, I had to recreate it. I had to create my own chaos and I got used to thriving in chaos. So one tip I'll give to our listeners is that when you realize that you have a pattern, the pattern has been benefiting you. It's been giving you something good, something juicy, even though it's distractive. That's why you're holding on to it. So what you need to do at that point is bribe yourself, bribe yourself. And the way I did that is I thought, okay, I love this adrenaline rushing activities. So I'm going to design my life for the next 30 days around complete peace and serenity. I will leave an hour earlier for every appointment. So not only I will arrive early, I will have plenty of time to just meditate or, or relax. And the reward will be that when this is over, when those 30 days are over, I'm going to give myself the biggest adrenaline junkie type of experience. I'm going to uh, do, do skydiving or I will <laughs> do the rock climbing or rappelling. I will literally give myself so much adrenaline that in one experience, it will cover 30 days. So that's one of the ways, again, you can work on what's been embedded you in you from the past. But as you notice here, I needed to know the cause. You cannot fix things if you don't know what's causing the problem. And right. for me, the problem was my childhood, how I grew up. Well, for me now, the problem is living in a chaotic world. I used to know how the world worked. And now the last two years, all I see is chaos. And it's very hard to find my footing right now. You know, and I'm working, it's a work in progress, but it sounds like you grew up in that chaos. So do you have any tips for us how we can navigate in this chaotic world that we're in now because to me that's all I see and and thank you for bringing this up because it is such a uh, pertinent issue to so many people um 
you know, when I look at how I approach things, uh, I recommend to all of my clients to always, first of all, center yourself. Because while the whole world is falling apart, your world is pretty stable. Even for those people who have lost their jobs and they're wondering how, how they will pay the bill, uh, the awareness is the key to get that stability. So first think about what is stable in my life. I've got my house, I've got my pets, I've got my relationships, I've got my car. Is my fridge full today? If it's full today, don't worry about what's going to happen in 30 days. Think about just in this moment, is there a crisis in my life right this second? Because most people live either in the past, which is unresolved, or in a projected future. And rarely they live in this very moment. And that's where the problem starts. Because the past was, uh, let's face it, for most of us, it's a conglomerations of negative experiences. And the future usually is projected on fears. We rarely look into the future saying, I'm going to rock. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have the health that, oh my goodness, I'll be the healthiest, prettiest uh, person till I die. No, we start projecting what's going to go wrong. So when you pull yourself back into this moment, is this moment great? Yes. We, you know, my, my pet just got into accident is very sick. I can project this forward and make a very unpleasant experience, or I can look at both you ladies and say, I'm having an amazing conversation with these two women. So for this moment, as we are in it, I'm focusing on what's great. Uh, and I think that's another tip is we are conditioned to look for danger, evolutionarily designed for survival, which means we always are in fear of what may happen. Instead, we need to start focusing on what's right. What is going well in your life right this moment that you can appreciate? Because by the law of attraction, we attract more of what we put out. So if you want the good juju to come to you, you need to find the juju that's really awesome in your life right this moment. And I love that because as we, we all know, gratitude is one of the most powerful emotions that we can have and one of the most powerful energies that we can put out into the universe. So, you know, I, I think I'd like to make a daily practice of just living in the moment and just looking at all, all the things I can be grateful for. Exactly. And you know, Joyce, again, you mentioned something really brilliant, uh, living in this moment. And also, you know, when we look at majority of people that Heidi mentioned who are very concerned right now, they're not only not in the moment, but they're not even inside their bodies. So our listeners might not realize that when we are a, a spirit mind body complex that's made out of the emotional body, mental body, physical body, and spiritual body. We call it four lower bodies because your soul, your higher self is that higher level. 
And when we are in fear, we unconsciously, we can say, shoot out of the body. We become ungrounded. You know that when people can't hold the thought, when they are multitasking, but not really accomplishing anything, it's, it seems like they're not really completely there when you're talking to them. So what happens is when we have a culture right now that is predominantly exuding fear and worry, in general, more and more people are less grounded. They embody their soul less. And this is where the problem starts because to have solutions for your life, you need to embody that higher aspect of yourself. When you bring more soul into your physical body, you become more intuitive, you become more creative, you're definitely healthier. We know that the only way for this body to operate is to have a soul in it. Because when the soul exits, the physical body dies. So the nature is, and the universe is teaching us that the more we embody the soul, the, the easier the life. So to do that, we have to consciously bring ourselves inside, especially when fear strikes. So one exercise I can give you that's very easy is to imagine for a moment that you're looking into your body from the inside out. Uh, most people are completely detached. They think that this is where they reside and the rest kind of exists. But if you start, imagine that you're looking at life from the inside of your toe or from the inside of your stomach, or that you are literally living inside and using the senses to perceive yourself on the outside. So instead of thinking that the reality comes at you from the outside, that it's coming from the inside out as you're looking at it. This simple exercise, which I do in my meditations that are available on my website, um, that simple exercise forces you to literally get inside your body and start embodying the higher consciousness because the soul needs the vehicle for expression. And that vehicle is your physical body. So if you're not in your body, you cannot creatively solve your problems. The, the, the brain shuts down the limbic system, which is responsible for flight, fight, or fear response gets activated. Prefrontal cortex, which is the part of your brain that actually thinks clearly and analytically, that part gets shut down and nobody's home to solve the problem. Hmm. We can see that a lot today because the choices being made are not um, grounded, I would exactly. say. Yeah. yeah. And people are not grounded and so they're not making wise decisions that affect a lot of people, obviously. And Joyce, you have something to ask? You look like you're, no? Just listening. <laughs> and and I, you know, I'll add to that uh, again, Heidi, uh, on what you mentioned. Um, the, when we are in fear, that's not the state to be in to find solutions. Right. And that's exactly what you said. And I think people, such a simple, 
it seems to be simple reasoning, uh, right now gets uh, somehow lost in all the uh, panic that's been uh, exuded from our mass media. Mm-hmm. If you've just lost your job, or if you've just gotten sick, the worst thing you can do is to try to find the solution from the standpoint of fear of what may happen, because the solutions do not reside there. If you're afraid of getting sick, you will get sick. Mm-hmm. Because we, again, create our reality to confirm what we think. Most people think that their concepts of what's happening to them have been given to them externally. In other words, um, if if the clients don't come to me or the clients don't want to work with me, that means there's an issue with clients. No, the issue is with me because I need to get on a, either provide a different resource, or maybe there's something within me that's blocking the ability to, to trust me or um, to, to, I don't feel my own value. So when we get inside and look for a solution, it cannot come from fear. Fear is always external. Right. We're not afraid of ourselves, right? We're only afraid no, of right. everybody else. So when the everybody else cannot solve our problems, only we can. So when we get into the peace and calm, all the parts of the brain get activated. The soul comes into your body with ease. And now in that state of being centered and grounded, we can perceive ideas beyond our current state that we're in. I'd like to go back to grounding for a moment because there might be people in the audience who don't understand what it means to be grounded outside of when we were, we were younger and we were sent to our room or we were grounded for a week. You know? <laughs> so apparently we're not talking about that type of grounding. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for mentioning that because, you know, you're right. We're so used to certain uh, concepts that we uh, forget that somebody might not be aware of it. Yes. Yeah, so definitely this grounding is actually good for you and you want to do it after. Um, So think of it this way, when you've got, uh, uh, let's say, a very dry uh, day in winter, where you've got your house is being heated, all the electronics are on, you come to your TV, you touch it, and you just got snapped, right? It Mm -hmm. it just, it hit you. It was Mm -hmm. such an electronic discharge, uh, electric discharge. So what happens is that we've got all these positive ions that are not good for us. And uh, the way to discharge that is to go outside and either put your feet on the ground, which I would recommend in summer, in in winter might be uh, quite challenging, or you have to (laughs) repot the plants or at least touch the tree and become a tree hugger. There's a reason why people of higher consciousness are called tree huggers, because we know this grounds us. And what happens then is that the positively um, charged um, particles in your body get neutralized by the negative ions that the earth exudes. So actually, if you think back to when we were in, um, in during the cave times and, and afterwards, we used to walk barefoot a lot. 
And scientists have proven that there is a layer of negative ions that is hanging around less than a foot from the earth. So when you walk barefoot on it, it actually, your body absorbs this negative, um, these negative ions and it neutralizes your charge. Now, what is your soul? Your soul is energy. So your soul, we can say is electrical. It's, it's got the charge, right? So the more soul you bring into your body, the more of that high vibration, higher consciousness you're trying to embody, you're literally uh, changing the electrical circuits of your body. You, you, uh, the way I explain this to my clients is that when you start, let's say, as a 40 watts bulb, and then you go through the triple quantum reset process and you get upgraded to 400, well, your body has to hold that vibration. It has to hold that electrical charge without frying your circuits, so to speak. So that's why grounding allows us to bring higher consciousness concepts to hold them within the physical body without jarring the nervous system, which is electrical system. We know that uh, the connection between the heart uh, and the brain, the, the, it's running on the eight hertz. So grounding simply means allowing your body's charge to be neutralized so that it can hold higher vibrational consciousness. And as children, I, I grew up walking barefoot. That was, you know, and now it's a thing. <laughs> but that was very common and very natural to walk barefoot on the earth. And so that's really the one of the best ways. And you, you can feel it if you're sensitive enough. You can feel that and it balances you. And another good source, and I'll put a little plug, a nice little video I just did of a huge waterfall, which is loaded with the negative ions. That's why water is can be very soothing. Sitting by a waterfall, you absorb, you absorb even more negative ions. So that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, especially sea. If you yes, think about see. it, that's why we always used to go to the sea to mm -hmm. heal. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or even just like sitting on the beach, putting your toes in the sand. You know, that, that's another way. Just being out in nature in general. You know, when I was, I lived, was born and raised in Chicago, and I walked around barefoot all summer long. But now I'm down here in Louisiana. And you might experience this too, Dagmar, in Texas. The ants are horrible. They just come right up and they just bite you. You know, there's no anthill around and all of a sudden you're getting bit. So it's like the only time I really get to walk barefoot is when we go to the beach. You know, I'm one of those people that I don't care about the ants or anything at all. Um, <laughs> I walk my dog three times a day. And there is a really huge area that's beautifully grassed. I take my shoes off and I don't care what anyone thinks. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to get grounded. So I highly recommend it. And if you worry about your feet getting dirty, there's this invention called soap and water. It works wonders. <laughs> I don't worry about my feet getting dirty. That that doesn't bother me at all. It's I just don't like getting bit by those ants. They're nasty. You know, well, you have the ants in Texas. Well, you know, 
I've got this um, very shamanic lineage in my family uh, and in my soul uh, DNA, meaning I've gone through many incarnations in which I was a shaman. So nature and I go very well together. Mm. I can literally uh, uh, touch flies and move them around. Um, I can walk into a forest and request that none of the mosquitoes will bite me. So I believe that, um, you know, we are part of nature. It, it's, a, it's a concept that has been completely lost over the eons of time. Uh, the more we modernize, the more technology we invented, we lost this um, understanding that actually we're just one of billions of organisms that live in a complete symbiosis. And if we work with them, they work with us. So in my house, I don't have any screens. My patio doors, which I have three of those are always fully wide open. I don't have problems with flies because I just said, uh, you know, I use the power of my mind to say, this is my sacred temple and no insects come in. So there is no issue and I don't have flies, I don't have um, mosquitoes, uh, but again, you know, my invitation to our listeners is to um, open their eyes to the idea that everything that's happening around us is part of us. We're not separate from, um, right. from the tree, from the sky, from the plants, we are part of that ecosystem. And when you're fully uh, in cooperation with nature, nature cooperates with you. And, and, and by the way, this is the fastest way to heal all these unresolved issues is to work with mother nature to uh, help us step into this vibration of abundance. Um, because for example, when Heidi was mentioning earlier fear and the, the what a huge and negative role in, in it plays in our abilities to manifest the goals. We have to understand that nature is abundant. It actually shows us that everything we'll ever need is provided for us. Uh, we've come into this planet Earth as human beings equipped for absolutely everything from food to air, to sun, to, to even medicinal resources that are coming from plants and from the mineral kingdom. So if we give ourselves permission to tap into that vibrancy, into that energy of nurturing with which planet earth is really providing for humans, then we can uncover self-healing abilities and we then are able to bring that higher consciousness into our reality and operate from that standpoint of um, I am divine being, abundant in all aspects of my life, and my life becomes my creation. Absolutely. Thank you for that, because I truly believe that, too, that um, this earth is totally abundant and there's enough for everybody. It's just, uh, there's a few that are hoarders and that, that's the issue. Um, but yes, uh, we, everything we need is right here. And we just have to be open to that possibility of the abundance. And we all can enjoy abundance. There's plenty for everybody. Everything we need is 
we can easily manifest. And I love that you spoke about getting in nature and grounding. And I have forgotten about talking to the mosquitoes and that's why they must be bugging me <laughs> because the I chicks usually, too. the ticks too. I usually talk to them and say, just yeah, clear the path for me. Let me walk through here. And I totally, because of all the energies going on around me, I haven't been grounded in, in that space where I'm communicating like I should with nature and I've done it all my life. And then I get thrown off, you know, with certain energies and here we are. You know, and I, I, I never thought of, I never thought about talking to the insects. I know my patio is screened in. I have three doors and they're screened in and I have got a spiders are like crazy. And I don't mind the spiders. They don't uh, outside of the webs. I don't like the webs, but I don't mind the spiders because I get rid of a lot of the other bugs that I don't want to deal with, like the mosquitoes, which are horrible down here. But I never, it never dawned on me to communicate with them or attempt to communicate with them. So I'm going to have to try that. Maybe I can clear up my patio. And, you know, most people might listen to our conversations and think there are those three crazy ladies who <laughs> want to talk to insects. But <laughs> my invitation to those people is to think about the power of our mind. We either are creators of our reality or we are victims of it. Mm. And most people think that life is happening to them instead of uh, creating the life. We create the ups and we create the downs. Uh, we create the victories and we create defeats. So if in my world, I want to be the creator, I want to be in charge. And if I am in charge, then I can create a new thinking paradigm uh, uh, about how I interact with nature and what the nature can do to me or with me or for me. So, you know, jokingly, I used to tell my friends who were surprised about my ability to pick up any insect and, and, and birds and, and other animals, uh, that if you think about a fly, the size of its brain is probably uh, the, the, the end of a pin, you know, it, mm. it, it's, it's minuscule, it, it's so little. Now think about your brain. Now, which brain has more power? The human. Ours. Exactly. So if you take something that has, let's say, a million times more energy coming out of it, because thoughts are frequency. Right. So don't you think that you could probably zap that fly with your thoughts? You could if you wanted to. They're just, just in terms of the sheer power of our brain versus the brain of the fly. So when I look at an insect, I literally just focus and send my frequency saying, please exit. If there is like a random fly that gets into my house, I literally just look at it and say, please exit. Because I don't need to kill the insects. The insects are needed. There is the whole ecosystem right. where they support birds and other animals. I just need it out of my space. Now, I believe that I'm in charge of my life, that I'm in charge of what's happening to me. And it permeates every aspect from how my physical body heals to how I manifest goals to, to absolutely everything. So if I am a true manifester, then I can manifest the flies out of my house. 
because it's my house, it's my life, and I'm in charge. That's right. And I think we have not even begun to tap into the power that we truly have as human beings. I think it's what we have for power is truly amazing. And we've only touched the surface. And this has been an amazing um, conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Um, so is there anything you have to say in closing? Yes, I want to finish with my absolute favorite quote that I probably use and overuse over time, but it really speaks deeply to my heart. And that's Ferdinand Falk, who said, the most powerful weapon on earth is a human soul on fire. Mm. I think we all need to get fired up. We need to clear what's holding us back from the potential, all that trash from the childhood and repeated experiences that keeps us small. And we need to go after the creative power of our higher consciousness to create the life that is the passion of ours, the, the, the life that is abundant and the life that actually fulfills us because that's what we've been divinely designed to do. I always say we are divinely designed, we are divinely engineered for success. So we need to allow ourselves to unleash that fire within. And this is our divine birthright. It's, it's not something that we have to uh, work for. We don't have to be worthy of it. It's been divinely given to us to thrive. So anything I can do to help uh, our listeners with stepping into what's possible for them uh, it is truly something I am very passionate about. So if somebody wants to work with you, where can they find you? Yeah, so I would like to invite everyone to my website, dagmarfleming.com. So it's just my name. Now, there's a lot of free resources. I'm a, I'm a prolific writer. So you'll find articles on anything from money mindset to motivation, goals, achievement, uh, stepping into higher vibration and releasing uh, blocks to success. But they also can sign up for a free session with me in which I will help you very quickly tap into number one block that today prevents you from fulfilling even your income or satisfaction potential. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Dagmar. It's been a pleasure having you here. Well, thank you so much, ladies. It's been wonderful. You're, you're amazing in tapping into all these higher concepts. So it was a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Oh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this. I really did. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And remember to get out there and be wild and have to take a really nice, big, deep breath and breathe in those really negative ions because they're the best thing for you. Joyce? And keep on shining your light. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you all.